Yo, 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 welcome back, welcome back, humans of planet Earth, can't stress this enough for y'all tuning back in, thank you, thank you, thank you, first time listeners, I am your dopeness and I'll be your curator, your guide, your conductor for the next 30 minutes on this 10 sounds of dopeness. As Olas, if you're looking for the top 40, you know where to go. If you're looking for some other sounds, you know where you're at. At the Dope Not Hive Show, we try to bring you multiple different genres to it. Coming your way, we got Amo Piano coming out of South Africa. South Africa, house music. Catching the world by storm a little bit right now. So I kind of like it, the fact that I'm finding more people that are vibing with Amo Piano. Then jumping to the 10 Sounds of Dopeness, we got some chill hop, vibing out music, and some trip hop coming your way. So I'm excited. Biggest thing for the episode is that we do have a talk segment for this. So the last 30 minutes of this episode will be a talk segment, a piece of a talk segment. The full two-hour, 30 minutes will be available in Just Rewind podcast. That's also the other podcast, as I mentioned before, that I'm involved in. And you can go ahead and keep up with the Just Rewind podcast through YouTube and Instagram. We'll have the handles on the description, as always. Everything will be on the description, so you can go ahead and find all this information and go ahead and track it so please 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 go ahead and check that stuff out and go ahead and like and subscribe i guess to the just rewind youtube all right anyways ladies and gentlemen we will be jumping into the 10 sons of dopeness and a big big shout out to ozzy and driss i'll talk a little bit more about this podcast before we jump into it at the end peace let's go
track finishing off in the background is Amo Piano coming out of South Africa. That was Kelly Kumo saying, but what you just listened to is an Africa Soul Deep House remix. Once again, coming out of South Africa. Next incoming track out of Atlanta is Vibe Out. And this is down by Thrice Groove, man. Sweet, chill rhythm coming your way. This is, yo, just kick back on this one. Let's go. Picking up the tempo a little bit. Originally done by Method Man and Red Man, Tear the Roof Off. What you're about to listen to is a douche remix done by Douche Money coming out of Serbia. Let's keep the music rolling. Let's go. Shows, niggas pass six rows. We're losing this hope. 
I can hum and shit go. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Back up, don't make me shoot y'all. You don't want to fuck with us. You don't. I get down, rip sound with the six down, pissed out, late round, get off my dick now, get crap, hot style. You kids die sound timid, scared to get in it. These dogs rock loud, unchained, untamed. You know my name. Act strange, pack blame. It's not a game. Just ill flows that kill shows you can feel. Yo, kicking in your dough like a steel dough for real dough. Y'all gon' learn. I spit germ. When you come short on big worm, you get burned. Punks don't get turns, they get done and get sun. Come get some. The last victim lying in a ditch. Now who wanna fuck with hot neck? Niggas chew gum with their ass and pop shit. Me and Funk Doc get toxic. A bowl of rice and some chopsticks. Don't make your woo just impossible. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Yo, 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 tear the roof off. Back up, don't make me shoot y'all. You don't want to fuck with us. Just try to okay corral with document the cow. Barcelona fight without weapons out. Stretch marks like belly on Kevin Lowes. One yard to score, only second down. Holes play wifey, wanna settle down. Trying to lock cash, bitch better bounce. Boyfriend jumping, meth shut him down. Pound the echo loud, about seven miles. Dot, dirty jersey, hunt him down. Uncut rhymes won't even fit the vow. Baddest man out the bunch, pick him out. Drunk with a gun, miss you hit the crowd. Snitches, someone kiss the stitch your mouth. Wilder than winos on liquor drowns. Mrs. How, Mary Ann, dig him out. Ginger watch with the gun and skip him out. Love the ruckus and love the dish it out. Come on, pre-watch them seeds, start resting out. Get your whole camp put on a missing vow. Push a 12 vow, bumping digital. Yo, tear the roof off. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Back up, don't make me shoot y'all. You don't want to fuck with us. You don't. Dice, men of mice, ain't nothing nice. Fuck your life. Yo, type, just too light to fight. We move right on fright night when niggas bite. We bust pipe, condos that's uptight. We all right, you all hype and ball tripe. In the source with half Mike, you half life and half dead. Blast dead on flatbed. I'm past bed, eyes red the hashtag. Burn something, earn something, and learn something. Take my turn front. Death jam ain't heard nothing yet. Suspect, rough next. Book them down or you get busted. Never leave home without my mustache. Trust it, out for justice, clown. In court on judgment day, call you. Brown. Take them seats to town if they start bound. Ashes to ashes, they all fall down. Master, you bastards with hazardous tactics. Semi-automatic, full rap metal jacket. Blasted and plastic, your brain on the mattress. All you kids is ass backwards and vice versa. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Back up, don't make me shoot y'all. You don't want to fuck with us. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Yo, yo, tear the roof off. Yeah. 
incoming track coming out of Serbia by Diju Diju. Man, this track is dope. Name of the track is Sunset Bell. I do, man, the speaker rattling bass lines and one of the things that really got me on it, man. But the rhythm also as well throughout the whole entire track is also so goddamn smooth. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, this is Sunset Bell from Diju Diju.
Pushing Off in the Background out of Los Angeles was by Simon Says. And that was 420, whatever it takes. Smoking weed by the acres. All right, next incoming track, Diju Diju. We just listened to one of his tracks, and now is another track. He is our double feature on this episode, yo, because I've been digging through your stuff, Diju Diju. It's just been some dope, dope, dope shit. So, y'all, definitely go check out Diju. Go support. Go even find much more dope sounds that Diju is releasing. Correction, Diju Diju. Next incoming track is That's a Fact. One more time, it's from Diju Diju.
track finishing off in the background, originally done by Kendrick Lamar. Element, but what you just listened to was a wavy Clayton Fox remix. Before that was Ducky by Turner. And before that was The Light Is Coming by S. Tricks. Dope ass tunes right there back to back. Last track I'm letting y'all go with is Send Away. This comes from Kelvin Momo. Dope ass, I'm a piano producer from West Africa, Ghana, I believe. Dude has been producing some banging ass stuff, so definitely go check out his catalog, his other album, his other EP, his collabs, shit is dope. I want to catch your jams live because the energy at his jams is just mm, so spectacular. I see Kevin is getting some jams over in Europe. We got to bring him out here in America. I know the USA, we got people who are loving this. I'm a piano, we're loving Kelvin Momo. But once again, this is sent away by Kelvin Momo, ladies and gentlemen.
Alright, ladies and gentlemen, here is the planet Earth that does conclude the 10 sounds of dopeness. Big, big shout out to the artists featured on the episode. As always, description will let you know all the artists who have been played and the name of the tracks, as well as links towards the tracks so you can go ahead and dig more into the catalog what this guy's got to present. Hey, Mr. Planet Earth, thank you all for tuning in. We're going to be jumping into the 10, uh, not the 10 sounds. Oh, good Lord. I, I want to give you all more, but I can't give you all more. We are going to be getting into the talk segment right now. So we did sit down with Turnstyle and Ozzy that do the Styles and Dress podcast, which I was also a guest on a couple of this, couple episodes back, actually more like last year. And I did let y'all know about it, so maybe some of y'all did check it out and you also did catch my talk with them. But anyways, we did bring them back around now. Uh, this was with Just Rewind Podcast, which I'm also co-hosting as well there. So we did have a quite fantastic talk about just dance culture in Minneapolis and dance culture in America as well. So between breakdance and house dancing and just house culture and hip-hop culture and turntable culture, a lot of cultures were discussed on this. So I'm excited for y'all to hear it. This is only 30 minutes of it. If you want to catch the full talk, you can actually catch it on video so you'll get to see all our faces. Keep up with the Just Rewind podcast on YouTube or Just Rewind on Instagram. Correction, Just Rewind on YouTube and Just Rewind on Instagram as well. Handles will be down on the description, as I said before, so you can go ahead and check it out. To Turnstyle and Ozzy, once again, thank you all for coming through on us. Thank you all for sitting down, dude. Had a great time. I'm going to let you guys listen to the rest of this. Anyways, we'll catch you next time for episode 20, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. I drive from St. Paul. Oh. Oh. All right, all right. Well, welcome aboard. Well, what's up? Welcome to the Just Be Mind podcast. We're being context. I messed that up. We're being context of culture. Um, Joined to you by the Dope Not High Show. So yeah, let's the Dope go. Not High Show. <laughs> um, appreciate y'all joining us. Um, getting back, or me, me getting back on track. Um, we have two special guests here. We have Ozzy here and DJ Turnstyle. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, what's good? What's good? You guys a chance to introduce yourselves to the people right now. So say what's up. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello, world. Hello. Wait, wait, wait what, what's my camera? Hello. Any camera you hello. want. I mean, that hello. might be your camera right there. <laughs> <laughs> you get a hello. 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 And you get a hello. Woo! Guess what? Let's oh. go. Let's <laughs> go. Okay, yes. But, you know, man, I appreciate y'all coming through, um, bringing the energy, too, because it's been a day for me. So, yeah. um, Man, let me forget some stuff today. Let's let's have a good conversation. Um, learn about some things you guys do. Um, and what you got that coming up? So you want um, you so want to start DJ Turnstyle? Yeah, what? let's start off with Turnstyle over here and let start with me. Great, and we're we're not gonna stop. I'm just gonna call. Co- <laughs> I mean, go. you're good, man. You listen to our podcast. It's like talk style. That's mostly yep. what it is. Ozzy's like. Word. <laughs> yeah, I was three hours. I do that shit on purpose. Word. I'm like, everyone's gonna get the Minnesota treatment today. Yep. Yo. <laughs> I don't have to turn style. Talk away. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, 
I don't know, man. I, where where should I start? What, I mean, uh, where'd you grow up? What, yeah. What's you know? How, how did <laughs> where'd I grow come, up? Like you know? Where'd okay, you grow up. Like what's family morning? like? <laughs> yeah, what my shit looked like this stuff. morning? It was kind of corny, like my act. Um, nah. So um, I'm a uh, um, born and raised um, Minnesota native. Um, I started out over in the West Metro. Okay. Um, was raised uh, for the first half of my schooling in Crystal. And then um, in middle school is when we moved up to the Boonie Burbs of Chisago, oh. which is like way up there past Forest Lake. It's like okay. 30 miles north of the Twin Cities. And then um, after I graduated from high school, I ended up making it back down to the Twin Cities, but then I moved to the East Metro. And I've been like living mostly around the East Metro until recently I'm back over in the uh, Brooklyn Park uh, area. So okay. big up to uh, Brooklyn Park. Brooklyn Park. Shout out Brooklyn Park. My girl from Brooklyn Park. So there you go. There you go. Yes. Yes. So uh, yeah. So um, uh, got into uh, dance at an early age. Um, it, it just kind of came with the territory, especially growing up over in Crystal. It was like part of the cultural experience, especially because I was in such a diverse area to begin mm-hmm. with. So, you know, everything was always based around music and dance and, mm-hmm. you know, um, middle school lock-ins. They used to do um, a lot of things at the YMCA over in New Hope. So that was mostly like the place where you like you trained up. Wait a second. And, yeah. Danced? That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like. I'm not plugged in enough. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So like, so they would. Um, so basically there was like a thing where it was like you didn't start going to like school dances until around high school. Right, that's true. but what they would do is they would have just these teen nights, YMCA, which was basically yeah. like a club. Yeah, that's and true. Incredible though. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and back. Yeah, and like, and they would book out the. Um, it would be a free for all because like you'd walk in, you'd pay your admission, and you'd be able to go play basketball, kick it over by like the vending machines, and then yep. they took the uh, fitness room area. It was like a fitness room dance studio, and then like they rigged it for like club. L- club lighting and music and everything. That. So, um, so we came up in that era. Well, I came up in that era because I'm I'm a little bit older. Um, where it was like the tail end of um, it was like the transition from like um, the golden era of hip hop into like the new jack swing era. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff was like fused. Like a lot of rap music was also fused with R and B. So you know it was like a lot of like Bobby Brown and you know things like that. But then stuff was just beginning to get over into like the kind of the the gangster um, aspect, so NWA, yeah, and it was like, and you started to see like this fork in the road when it came to the styles that people had, because there were some people that really did have like a hip hop and like b-boy stees, and then the other heads were into like the thug thing, Mm -hmm. so, um, and I I never gravitated towards that, Um, I was always into, you know, breaking and stuff, but if it was, by the time that, you know, I started to like really fuck with like breaking specifically, as soon as I'd hit the floor, people would be like, yo, that shit's corny. Hmm. You know, the turbo and ozone are over that way. You know, <laughs> you know Beat Street is down the street, you know, because everybody at that point was all like, you know, into like uh, Pac and, and whatnot and uh, getting on that th- whole thing. So didn't Pac start out dancing? Though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's that was the funniest part. I, I always joked around about that shit because I was just like, yo, Diddy was a backup dancer for Houdini. Yep. I mean, everybody yep. that was anybody usually started in that. Even Pac, you know, I mean trade secret there he went to like a juilliard fame school yep you know and so it was like you were trained in ballet and modern and poetry and getting all up in your feelings and whatnot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um so by the time that i moved up to the boonie burbs um i hadn't there wasn't like really a dance culture 
up there. And it was like mostly a predominantly white school. So I was like, it was, it was ironic because it was a culture shock for me. I'm kind of like, yo, where's, mm-hmm. where the fuck is like everybody, you know? And they're like, oh yeah, what we basically do is we stand around and then every once in a while someone's having a party, they're going to yeah. get drunk in a cornfield right. or like a, <laughs> someone's garage or whatever. I was like, that's it? Yeah. So every weekend I was always making a point to come back down to the Twin Cities. Mm. And um, I was also an avid skateboarder. So um, because of skateboarding and especially because street skating still held on to hip-hop culture yep. um, versus um, people that were like getting into like the thug thing. It was like the ones who actually were still into like graph and breaking and stuff like that were mostly skaters that, that I knew. True. And, um, or they somehow they were like affiliated with skaters. Like you'd always go to like a party and there'd be like a skater who's a DJ, a skater who's a graph writer, a skater who's a, um, who can break, you know, and whatnot. I mean, I don't want to, I want to, Stay on that topic, but mm-hmm. I mean that's mostly what street apparel came from. Yeah, There's exactly. Skateboarders who also like hip hop. Right. They meshed like Supreme lived up. You guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was the that was like the whole um, the whole thing that people realized once, um, especially like I, I, I talk about how important it was with skate culture because on the West Coast skating was mostly derivative of surfing mm-hmm. originally. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. And then. But what started happening was once um, by like the early 80s, they started uh, closing down a lot of the uh, skate parks because they were just like they weren't pulling in enough business or there was like liability issues. Kids, you know, breaking their arms. Parents were like, I don't want my kid to do this. Mm -hmm. So they kind of took it away from like a like a place where kids could go. So kids did what's what's in our our nature. Right. We're, We're urban gorillas. Right. If we. You know, if we can't go to uh, a gymnasium, what do we do? We play street. at the park or in the street or, you know, between houses or, you know, abandoned places. And so skating just kind of took – it went into this different direction. And because of that, it became a lot more uh, cross-blended uh, with uh, black and Latino culture. Mm-hmm. Um, because then now you had, you know, brothers that were, like, skating out in Philly mm-hmm. that were like, yo, we, we don't skate pools and we don't skate – Bert, you know, rails. we, we stay, yeah, we, we skate street, we skate at love park, we right. do all these things. So, you know, you were, you were definitely going to be mixing and cross, uh, pollinating with other, uh, subcultures. And it's the hobby that anybody can do. I exactly. Mean, anybody can skateboard. Right. And, and it was like, and that was the, that was the thing that like, when I started coming back down to the twin cities, this was circa, um, 90, um, cause I moved up there in 93 and then by 94, that was where I started getting kind of put on game to the underground breaking culture mm-hmm. that was emerging again, mm-hmm. where <clears throat> it wasn't so much that it was gone. It was just it was so underground that you had to be at places. You had to be at some place where, like, daylight was breaking or, you know, somebody else from, like, the Battle Cats to, like, really see that, you know, people were doing this still. Mm-hmm. And um, and simultaneously, you know, it was like we would go out to, like, dance parties, like Sunday Night Dance Party at First Avenue um, somebody would be having a house party over in like um, Minneapolis, like South Minneapolis, especially, or uh, spots in St. Paul. And then um, I started. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's statute of limitations, so I think I'm I'm pretty safe now. I think I've said this before, but I looked a lot like um, a friend of mine had an older brother who had an Iowa State driver's license. He um, he moved over uh, to Minneapolis, and he still had his Iowa State driver's license, and they used to just be laminated. Mm-hmm. So you could doctor the shit out of those mm-hmm. things back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, but it was kind of faded, and especially like the laminate was starting to kind of like come up. So I looked a lot like his brother. 
So I just started getting into clubs with this thing. I just had to memorize the birth date and whatnot, and mm -hmm. I was able to go in and get down. So I was like, at that point, I was clubbing, and that's how I started really getting um, attached to house music. Because up to that point, I knew house music, <clears throat> um, and I heard it in pockets because I had been exposed to it when I was a young kid uh, driving through Chicago, and I heard WBMX. And what year was the this around when you started getting into house music? Well, <laughs> when I first got exposed to it was 87, right? Um, but it was, it, like, because I was, you know, there's no, there no club to go to. You heard it, but you didn't really know what exactly it was unless somebody explained it to you. Right. By the mid-90s, I was actually going to clubs, so I was hearing this, like, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is – this is the shit that I, I got put onto when I was younger, right. but it was already starting to evolve at that point. And especially because house music, the, the technology was so cross compatible with hip hop that you were getting a lot more of like the sample culture. People were sampling more like disco and uh, funk and uh, soul and things like that to really make these like super like lush house mm -hmm. beats that were no longer like straight up like original where they just were playing like on only drum machines. Now they were getting to the place where it was like you'd have like Anita Ward and like a two bar loop mixed with, you know, this, this and this. And that mm -hmm. was like Todd Terry's shit. So um, so I was going to like uh, clubs and things. But at that point, it was still like freestyle dancing. Mm, okay. So I didn't even know like most of the stuff that I was doing at the clubs was still like New Jack style and like, you know, faster and like up tempo. Mm. But it wouldn't be considered like, quote unquote, house dancing okay. because I had no idea that that's what the shit looked like the, over the in New difference. York. Yeah, there's, there's a, a big difference. Okay. And then, <clears throat> you know, uh, fast forward a couple more years, and at this point I'd been, you know, clubbing uh, quite regularly, and I got reintroduced to the dance scene um, here in the cities, and that's when I started going to breaking events. So then I started focusing, like, mostly on breaking, but my true love was always house. Mm. And then um, when I ended up meeting Ozzy, um, this was around the same time that uh, we had our uh, uh, Universal Zulu Nation had a chapter here, mm -hmm. and we were the Omega Zulus. Before and we keep on going on that, we're going to come back on that. You just dropped Ozzy's name. Yeah. Yep. Let's let people say, introduce yeah. Ozzy real quick <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. Ozzy, you got to hear your background. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they got to know real quick Whoa. before you go, because people might not be able to keep up now that you dropped Ozzy's name. But yeah. Ozzy is right here, but he's going to introduce himself. Yeah. Real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking no, I was, I was, I was in the, was in the zone here. Mm -hmm. I, was in my own little, I was in my own little zone. <laughs> the whiskey was kicking <laughs> in. Yeah, my lips. I was like, here we go. No. Yeah, my name is Ozzy. <laughs> the so what do you do? Ozzy. How does your day look like? What does what makes Ozzy happy? I mean, what, I mean, well, hold on, let's yeah. get a little origin little, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, origin quick, story. Yeah, we want to know your story. Yeah. Like Marvel right. here. <laughs> so, I'm, uh, originally from the Bay Area. From shout out the Bay, hey man. Shout out my people in the Bay. You know what it is. I got have a friend <laughs> in the Bay. What up? There we go. There we go. And I bet you they're probably like, oh yeah, if you're from the Bay, where are you from? Because yeah. a lot of people always say, oh, San Francisco. Or like Oakland, mm. but now I'm from Daly City. Okay, so okay. So that should already give him a heads up. Like, yeah, he's from the fucking Bay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you're from Minnesota, I'm not gonna say Minneapolis. I'm gonna say Richfield. Mm -hmm. Oh right? yeah, you know I get mean? you. Yeah. Or like New Hope. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but no, I was I'm born in San Francisco, raised in Daly City and San Francisco, but pretty much throughout the whole Bay Area. Like, if you really want to get deep, Vallejo. So that's East. Man, Bay. my boy. Yeah, my boy. Okay, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Right, I actually. No, it's weird. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you from the Bay. Like, you, just, 
Maybe I'm making that up, but I was like, well, just the way you carry it. You can yeah, overstep. Yeah, it's just like no matter how long you've been crazy. away, it's still how you carry yourself. It's like uh, I'll keep it clear out there. It's a distinctive like um, type of vibe or look, you know. So one of my the colleagues, and, and, I'll, and I'll get back on track here in a second, but just to kind of bring that up, one of my colleagues, her boyfriend just moved here from San Jose, and um, you know, just the way he is was exactly the way I was when I first moved here, but you know, he's an adult version. When I moved here. It was in 99, going okay. to 2000. Okay. But I still had, like, that, like, raw kind of attitude mm-hmm. where it's like, if anyone fucks me, I'm going to fuck them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, type of, type of thing. <laughs> and, of course, you know, moving here, I got into a lot of, like, almost fights and shit. Oh, yeah. You know, and I've never seen so many white people in my life. I bet. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking weird, dude. Um, but, no, you know, so I'm 34 now. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, when I moved here, I was around... 11, 10 okay. or 11, and straight straight to Richfield. Okay. Still live in Richfield. Shout uh, out so Richfield. Richfield, yeah, shout out to Richfield. Richfield's a hometown um, for sure, you know, and, and I've pretty much been here throughout my whole life. Uh, started dancing, listening to music back in the Bay Area, but okay. the dancing that, I mean, you know, we're all exposed to breaking in the 90s, right? Right. Um, and then in my neighborhood, it's all so-called Little Manila. So okay. it's like a lot okay. of, if you know anything about Filipino-Americans, like we're infatuated with talent. Mm-hmm. We're infatuated with black culture, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we love the music, we love the dance, we love the style, we love everything about it. And if you really want to get deep, Filipinos do come from Africa, so maybe that has something I mean, to yeah, do with it. I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah. A lot of my black friends from there talk about that, that a lot. Like, it's a big... Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. fucks everybody out there. Yeah, so, so then if so. you have, like, a mixed kid that's Filipino and black, I always say, like, that, that motherfucker's going to be talented as yeah, hell. Yeah, you money. Make you that bank. <laughs> no, um, Jalen Green, what up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, no, but uh, so I started getting super into music back in the Bay Area. It was a, it was a thing that you had to be well-versed in, especially in hip-hop, R&B, mm-hmm. slow jams. Um, you as a kid, you know, in middle school, we we would have like radio days mm. where you'd bring your own radio or your boombox, mm. and you, they would just let you blast that shit in recess. Oh damn! I mean, just imagine. So I went to I went to JFK place. Elementary, and then I went to Susan B. Anthony, and both schools radio days. So which was odd that they didn't have it here in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was like, this shit's fucking whack. Because because you used to start fights, the, yeah. because uh, you would actually have. Like people that would start playing shit, and then they would start getting yeah. uh, getting a little oh, yeah, too. Oh yeah, we'd have it there so. too. We'd have fights there too, but yeah. you know, we just let them fight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> let them fight. Let them be killed. But that's that was the thing, you know, it was cartoons and uh, music that you had to be well versed in, and then with a little bit of dancing too. Um, you know, all my cousins they all danced. They were more so into the new jack swing era, okay. or like you know, freestyling era. Um, and then one of my older cousins eventually got into breaking, and I started dabbling with it, but lost touch with it when I moved here to Minnesota because I didn't think anyone here did it. Um, so I started playing sports. I've always been more athletic. Started, I played football, uh, was super into track, but I'd say the sport that I excelled with was football. Mm-hmm. You know, I was okay. on the line. Ended up quitting that because I didn't grow. Mm, <laughs> I was like, fuck this right. shit. Yeah, <laughs> Going to high school, I was like, I am not about to be a running back. Fuck <laughs> this shit. Um, but then I, I ended up getting back into breaking uh, due to one of my really good friends. His name is Marshall, or some people know him as Hui. 
um, Marshall Wynn, who is now like my boss in commercial real estate. Great. But uh, you gotta get to that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, so he got me into breaking. Ended up joining a crew called Propaganda Crew with uh, Johnny Craze, or if you know him way back, his name is Craze All. Okay. Did all Shout you guys out. all live in Richfield? No, we. That's so the the most unique thing about my crew is that we're all from different cities. Okay. And the way we got around, well, the majority of the time, the way I got around was 10% of it was bumming rides, like literally 10%. 90% of it was walking mm-hmm. or riding the bus, transportation, oh, wow. public transportation. Right. That's why I don't really have that much, you know, empathy for kids today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Motherfucker, you got Uber in your mom's credit card. Right. Right. Get the it fuck happen. out of here. Dude. Right. Make it happen. <laughs> you know, or walk. You know, I used to walk from Rich. So I lived... I live right by South Hill Mall. I used to walk from there to Mall of America. Well, I used to walk from there to deeper in the deep parts of Bloomington just to practice for an hour. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you do what you got to do if you want right. to dance, I, right? I, I think, and I don't like to talk bad about the young generation, but I think, like, yeah, they're not as... It's like it's, and that's the thing, right? That's why it's called a generation, right? Exactly. right? They're, they're different, right? right. Yeah, they're different. Are different. So, and I and I get that, you know, but like, like man, at the same time, you think right. you're, you, we have perspective, <laughs> right? You know, from our generations, we have perspective, and we're kind of like, ah, all right, well, whatever. Uh, at your age, I wouldn't have done that at yeah. your age, bro. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I don't know. It's kind of, but we can talk about that for sure. We'll but um, yeah, so, but no, so, uh. So, Propaganda Crew. Um, For y'all listening in, Propaganda Crew actually had, y'all had a big impact on the scene, but we'll get more into that. (laughs) (laughs) We did our best, for sure. Um, But yeah, so I started really breaking in 2001 when I started dancing. Um, Fast forward, got into rocking, and then eventually got into house. House came into my life in 2007. Um, It happened on accident, really. Like, I, I used to hate on it. I used to think it was all techno. <laughs> like I was like the biggest fucking hater of it, honestly. Not everybody. And whenever, and whenever I watched it, I was like, these motherfuckers are off beat. The whole, <laughs> like, what the fuck are these guys doing? And um, it was one night. It was a, uh, it was an after party. It was one after one of the major events that we used to have here called Farmer Style. And uh, one of my good friends, his name is B Boy Thesis. He was dancing, and he had a big house dance background. I, mean, I didn't know that at the time. Mm. And he was dancing with this girl named Chantel from Chicago and with one of my old crewmates named Kid Rello. And I was like, what the fuck is, like, the way he was moving, you know, with this girl, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and he's like, I'm house dancing. And I was like, you're house dancing? What the fuck? <laughs> and then from there, I'm like, I have to learn this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is kind of, this is interesting. And my strength in, in breaking were my top, so it's top rocking. So it only made sense, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward. I was at a breaking session, breaking practice with my crew, and Tiberius, shout out to Tiberius. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Um, I ended up doing like a quick house dance move. It was like a reset, and then I turned and spun out. And he looks at me, he's like, stop doing that, you look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and Yo, that's one, one thing about me is I get motivated when people like fuck with me like yeah. that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to so show you up. Yeah, so yeah. from there I was like, fuck you. That's I'm going to learn this. How you I'm going to be it. really good at it. And then it came from that to let me try and build a community out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. I know you ain't going to say, but Tiberius also house dances now too. Well, he's, he's <laughs> playing the game. No, no. Like, like <coughs> we, this, is, this is why it's so funny because um, me and Ty are the same age. 
Okay. And we would like intersect at different times. Like the it would it would be like between Ty and um, Stepchild, um, who also went by Scorp One back in the day, were like the main guys that I would run into at club events. And it was just that I didn't I didn't get to like really like know these guys until I started fucking with breaking. And then from that point, that was where all the kind of like, you know, wait, Ty DJs? And it's like, yeah, he DJs a lot. Like he's like a like City Pages like voted him like DJ of the year. Like oh, um, I don't know if it was it was either two years in a row or like one year and then skip a year and then the next year. Ty is one of those OGs who doesn't really come off as an OG. Right. But you feel that presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Naturally everyone kinda goes gravitates towards him yeah. for like advice. Yep. Mm. Okay. He ended up he is passively everyone's coach. Yeah. In dance, in DJing, and just yeah, shout yeah. out Ty. Is- I had no idea. But <coughs> all right, so it's so mind blowing <laughs> because um, this is the reason why I made the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know dance culture, mm-hmm. and I think it's weird that I don't know anything about the dance culture. But we are in a city where like we should have some type of musical culture. Like I should know mm-hmm. about this stuff. Just like you know what I mean. Like, but again, I don't understand we're in a small city. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, we're not connected. Like. I listen to hip hop, but I sh- I also like house music. Mm-hmm. How come I never? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it's well, all, it feels like we're all kind of like. I think timing is everything. Yeah, yeah facts. And also, facts, yeah. Um, to go with that, like going back to like the generational thing too, is that it's kind of a if you're motivated and you really look for it, you'll find it. Right. But it's kind of like when you're desperate, you always seem to find like money in between the cushions, right? Facts. But when your pockets are fat, you don't even think to like look in the gutter or like in between the, the couch yeah. cushions and whatnot. So, um, but I'm sorry, man, I, I cut you off. You were going to, no, no, I was just saying like timing is everything. Yeah. I mean, that's what led to now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's why you're, you're learning now. You're or you're not, you're figuring I'm it out now. Right? I'm always very thrown off by Minnesota and like, we're kind of clicky. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like if you dance, you're in this click and that's kind of like what you, no, I'm not saying y'all, I'm just saying like in general, if you're in hip hop, you're just in this group of hip hop people. And I get that's how people are, but it's mm-hmm. also like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't we know about any other events. We gotta try to foster environments to try and expose people to different things. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, think if we had more people exposed to different things, we'd have more creative stuff happening in Minneapolis. Yeah. But I, I think we get stuck in our yeah. I mean, I think we're clicky, but at the same time, we all know each other somehow, some way. Right. Facts. There's like, it's closer than a degree of separation. Yeah. That's especially true. Especially in this state. Yeah, that's from very what true. I've learned yeah. <laughs> throughout yeah. my years living here. Like you're gosh. one step away, right? I, yeah. And yeah. sometimes, like dancers, like it, they. Some people, depending on your perspective, some people will say it like a character flaw. They go, "Man, you guys all like session together, and you guys all know each other and stuff. Man, y'all, y'all too nice." And th- but hmm. they, but they say this coming from like major cities with like these really like long histories where you never had to worry about like leaving Brooklyn to find a party, or you never had to like leave the Bay, or you never had to do this or do that. You could just kind of be like where you're at, and you were like in the middle of a hub. Whereas, like, with us, because we're all scattered throughout these different pockets, everybody that's in it is, like, really hungry for stuff. And that's part of the reason why we cross-pollinated so much and why we'd have open sessions and, like, you know, you'd have, like, two people from, you know, Warriors Crew sessioning with, you know, somebody from, you know, Rock Lord sessioning with somebody from, you know, Optimistic Mm -hmm. or whatever. And everyone would just be connected because it's like you just get along with mm. certain people I and mean, sometimes even like our own crews are like our family right mm. like we love these people 
but simultaneously it's like you like to kind of decompress so you say hey i'm, I'm going to work with the person who's got more discipline over in this crew or the person who's punctual in that crew mm-hmm. or the person who doesn't talk too goddamn much or the person where i just want them to talk it's just right. it's funny because everybody else in my crew just doesn't say say right. shit so we always get something from everybody that's why it's like important to really like uh, do that crop rotation in life, you know, when it comes to music, when it comes to people, when it comes to, um, right, even business ideas. Yeah, exactly. Like diversify well. your yeah. shit. Right. You know, um, but like one of the things um, when when we got our chapter um, up and running, that's how I actually started to really get to know Ozzy, mm. because Stepchild was like a real forward thinker on. It was less about. Zulu Nation, because that eventually became like a very controversial um, entity, and it had a bad reputation. 